one standing place. Yes, Lord Jesus, as I bring the word of God, uh, as the Holy Spirit, oh God, to fill our hearts with hope, with joy, with peace, and with healing. Lord, I take authority over the atmosphere in the name of Jesus, and I plead your blood over your children. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Unfortunately, we cannot put the scriptures on the wall because the machine is not working. I've given the notes to them. Uh, you give it to the office and follow. If you want the notes, you can contact Fuller. It's been a joy to share the gospel of Christ since I came to this country. As I've been telling you, I've been born again since 1979 in Lagos, in a Muslim home, and Jesus appeared to me in the Muslim home. At that time, I wasn't a Muslim. I've never been a Muslim, I will, and I will never become a Muslim. Because of accommodation purposes, this Muslim father gave me a place to lay my head. And somebody shared a gospel with me in that Muslim home. He came there first time, second time. On the third day, Jesus appeared to me literally in that Muslim home. And from there, the Lord instructed me to take the gospel around the world. He told me, my son, the first country I want you to visit will be my home country, Israel, to get the evidence of what the work I did on this planet Earth. I live in Israel in a place called Elat. Elat is in the southern part of Israel. They share common boundary with Egypt. And then the second largest city, Amman, on the right hand side. The rest sea ends in Elat. And almost every week, I would tour Jerusalem with some friends. We walked through the marks of Jesus Christ's operation, the things that he did on this planet Earth. And in the, the city of Jerusalem, in the eastern part of Jerusalem, there is a garden tomb. And as we approach the tomb, there is British missionaries who take care of the tomb. On the tomb, it is written, he's not here, he's risen. It is the only tomb in the world that gives the Christians the assurance and the hope that our God is alive. When Jesus resurrected, he spent 40 days on the planet Earth. After 40 days, he told the disciples, I'm giving you this mandate. I want you to go around the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. Mark chapter 16 from verse 15 to the end. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. But he who do not believe shall be condemned. And this sign shall follow them that believe. In my name they will heal the sick, they will cast out demons, and so and so forth. Bible says that 
In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, which we always read, he told the disciples that wait in Jerusalem for the promise of the Father. That promise is the Holy Ghost. Jesus was born by the Spirit of God. He was baptized by the Holy Spirit. He was anointed by the Holy Spirit to enable him to do the work of God on the planet Earth. The reason why Jesus Christ was filled with the Holy Spirit, which you and I renamed, because the devil and his cohorts were on the, on, on the earth. Bible says we are not fighting against flesh and blood. We are fighting against principalities, powers, wicked spirits in the heavenly places. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. Christianity is a spiritual warfare. And if you want to make it to heaven, Bible says after you become born again, Paul made a statement in Philippians chapter 2 verse 12, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You should work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. The Bible says that the disciple before Jesus went to the cross, there is hope for we believers. We are the only people on the planet Earth who have that blessed hope. The title of the message I'm giving to you is the blessed hope. I want Pastor Olu to read this scripture for me. Titles chapter 2 verse 11 to 13. The blessed hope. There is hope for you and I. I call it the golden hope. Hope of certainty. Will you please read for me, Pastor? For the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. The grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. When did that grace appear? When you read John chapter 3 verse 16, that great Bible says, for God so loved the world. In other words, he loves every human being. He loves everybody. That he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Yes, there is that hope, that promise, that anyone who embraces it in Jesus' name and believes in Jesus, you are safe. There is hope, eternal hope for you. The Bible says if you believe in your heart that Jesus is the Son of God, and you confess with your mouth that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. You will be saved. I want you to continue, paper, sir. It teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present age. While we wait for the blessed hope. While we wait for the blessed hope. It's written clear black and white in the word. What is that blessed hope? While we wait for the blessed hope. Continue please. The appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus the Christ. The appearing of the great God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Since Jesus left for heaven, in every generation they've been expecting Jesus coming. I have some good news for you. 
and it's breaking news. As I was ministering, praying this morning, the Holy Ghost spoke to me, tell my people, there's going to be two major events that is going to happen in this planet Earth. Two major events. The first major event, it will shock the whole world. As a matter of fact, CNN cannot announce it. BBC cannot, it is so frightening. But you and I, it shouldn't frighten us. And that the first event is what the Bible scholars call it, the rapture. I'll be ministering this. The word rapture is not in the Bible. The Bible says he will snatch his church. And that day the heavens will be split. I want you to read that scripture for me. Jesus has, a prom has promised her. He said, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let it be troubled. Don't be dismayed. Don't be discouraged. In my father's house, there are so many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare the place for you, I will come back and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there may be also. During the time of Abraham, the Bible said that Abraham looked to a city whose foundation, the architect of that city is God himself. He's in the generation of Abraham. He was not looking to the land of Canaan. He was looking to that blessed hope. The Bible says in Tesla, I'm talking about this major, the first event is what I call it the rapture. It's clearly stated in your word. And so as a child of God, don't be ignorant about this. You have to know the truth. It is the truth that will set you free. Bible says you will know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. I want you to read. Many people think that Jesus Christ coming, you appear maybe in America somewhere, and they announce it, or Britain, and they will announce it. Let me tell you the plain truth. The first major event is the rapture. You appear in the sky. I want you to read for me 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13 to 18. Get these scriptures. You should study the word of God to make yourself approved unto God. Read for me, please. Brothers and sisters. Yes. We do not want you to be un uninformed. About I don't want to be un uninformed or ignorant. About those who sleep in death. Those who sleep in death, those who sleep in death are those who are dead. So that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind yes. who have no hope. Yes. For we believe that Jesus, Jesus died and rose again. Yes. And so we, and so we, sorry, believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. Those who have fallen asleep in him. Well, if somebody passes away today and it, he's there and he's buried, the Bible says that he's asleep. And when Jesus appears, those who are dead in Christ, those who are dead in Christ, 
He's not talking about unbelievers who are dead without Christ. If you die today without Jesus, straight you go to hell. Hell is a rare place. Hell is bonfire. It is not the will of God that anyone goes there. That's why you and I, we need to preach the gospel. You need to tell your family members. You need to tell your friends there is, that there is heaven and there is hell. But Jesus is coming with those who are falling asleep, who are dead in him. Continue, please. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that we who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. Continue, please. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. The dead in Christ will rise first. What next? After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. To meet the Lord Jesus where? In the air. In the, air, in the, in the heavenlies. We shall be, those of us who are alive, Jesus will promise come and meet people who are alive and serve him. Those people are not just charismatic church members. Those people, some of them could be Presbyterians, Anglicans, Roman Catholic, who are serving Christ with all their hearts, with all their soul, with all their mind. The population of the world, the Christian population, is about 2 billion. And out of that, that 2 billion, in every denomination, every charismatic church, Pentecostal church, their God children, I call them the remnant, the elect. Jesus Christ will rapture them. The Holy Spirit will quicken them. And Bible says that those who are alive, we shall be caught up to meet Jesus in the air. The book of Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21, gives us a hope that our citizenship is not on this earth, but our citizenship is in heaven. From where we look for the coming of our Savior, Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 to 21. You look, will you read for me, please? But our citizenship is in heaven. We have eternal citizenship in heaven. So long as you are born again, if you are hearing God's voice in my voice, and you are not born again, today is the day of salvation for you. Today is the day that God is calling you. My son, my daughter, give your heart to me. The time is so short. This citizenship talking about is not British passport or a Caribbean passport or a Ghanaian passport. It's eternal citizenship. At the moment you believe in Christ, you become born again. Your name is written in the book of life in heaven. God has his books. At the moment somebody becomes born again, straight away the name is written. You are for Christ. So while we are waiting for that, the Bible is assuring us, encouraging us, don't let your heart be troubled. Don't let your heart be troubled. The book of Jeremiah, 
chapter 29 verse 11. That is all for you and I. I don't know the challenges that you are going through. But I want to assure you, God will never fail you. He will never disappoint you. He's a faithful God. He's bound by his word. When God speaks, it's final. Nobody can change it. You can utter it. His word is authentic. It's powerful. It's eternal. I want you to know that we are living the period that believers have to know the season that we are in. Unfortunately, a lot of Christians are walking in ignorance. This is the hope. I want to read Jeremiah chapter 20 verse 11. Read for me, please. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you. I know the thoughts that think towards you. Thoughts of peace and not evil. Thoughts of peace and not evil. Watch this. To give you hope in the latter end. To give you hope in the latter end. And you shall call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me. Yes. And I will hearken unto you. Yes. And you shall seek me and find me. You shall seek me and find me. It's all right. It's all right, please. Thank you. The question is, I'm on the first event. I may not even touch the second event. It will take me about two hours to teach on this. Let him deal with the first event. The question is, what kind of church is Jesus coming for? Or what kind of believers is Jesus coming for? The Bible makes it so clear in Ephesians 5, 27 that he's coming for a church without wrinkle or spot. In other words, he's coming for a church that is sanctified, that is set apart unto God. In other words, a church that is leading a holy life. A church that is holy. Or a believer who is born again and he's leading a holy and righteous life. Read the fish. What kind of church? What kind of believer is Christ going to rapture? Read for me, please. Ephesians 5 27. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any other blemish but holy yes. and mm -hmm. blameless holy and blameless holy and blameless holy and blameless this is the kind of believer that Jesus is going to rapture them so my brother and my sister if you are here 
And you are not living a holy, righteous life. It's in the way you talk, your conversation. All of us sometimes we falter. At the moment you see you've, you've fallen, wake up, stand up. Plead the blood of Jesus upon your life. That Jesus forgive me. The blood is available to cleanse us daily. First John chapter 5, verse 5 to 10. So if you confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God loves us so much. He knows that the devil is in our midst. So he's giving us the blood as a weapon to attack, to defend, to protect ourselves. He's giving us his name. He's giving us his word. So when, if you are going through challenges and because of that you can't lead the holy righteous, plead the blood upon your life. What kind of people is Jesus coming for? He's coming for people who are doing the master Jesus. Mark chapter 13, verse 33 to 37. He's coming for people who are praying, who are watching, who are preaching the gospel of Christ, who are sharing the gospel about Jesus. It's all about him. It's all about Jesus. What kind of church is Christ coming for? Number two, he's coming for a church that is walking in prayer. Preaching the gospel. Read that for me, please. Mark chapter 13, verse 33 to 37. Be on your guard, be alert. Be on your guard, be what? Be alert. You do not know when that time will come. You don't know. God not giving a date. Don't let any pastor or minister fool you that Jesus is coming 2016, 2014, 20 that. Bible said the angels themselves they don't know. All they say that be alert, be watchful, be prayerful, be prayerful, be prayerful. How is your prayer life? Bible said pray without ceasing. Do you spend time with God? Spend quality time with God. It's even it's two minutes, three minutes. Serve God with prayer. Study the word of God. Read the word because that is your secret weapon. That is your hope of anchor. Watch this. Yesterday I went with the new believers at a conference house in London. Thank God for our dear sister Patrina. She's doing a brilliant job. Brilliant job. All the people who attended the meeting, she came into our way to minister the word of God. People were filled with the Holy Ghost. The atmosphere, the presence of God was awesome. As if you were in heaven. When you spend time with God, God manifests his glory. God manifests his glory. And when we were coming, Enjoying jubilation. 
a friend that I've led to Christ, a busy friend, just about three weeks ago, called Kwamina. He has a Rolls Royce. I called him three days ago. Say, Kwamina, I want you to give me a lift in your Rolls Royce. I haven't sat in a Rolls Royce before, but give me a lift. He said, I will come. I want to be at the conference. Kwamina used to be a Muslim. But by the grace of God, he's now become born again. And yesterday he was full with the Holy Ghost. He sat and prophesied. And on the way coming, as we were coming, we recovered. forth. And somebody hit the Rose Roy. Thank God nobody was hurt. The guy was about to run away and come around. He was born here. He crossed him. Say, my friend, you can't. <laughs> Where are you going? Stop. We came out of the car. And come and said, Pastor, God has work on me. Has it been in those days? <laughs> I said, come now. Just exchange the insurance. We exchange the insurance. Roswell is a very strong car. Don't just small scratch. He said, Pastor, I know I could just buy those things and then, but I want to cheat the guy a lesson. <laughs> I'll give him to them my insurance. They'll deal with him. You see, at the moment you become born again, the enemy is not happy. Because you've been translated from darkness into Christ's marvelous light. At the moment you become born again, that is the time the warfare starts. That's why you need to pray. You need to study the word of God. What kind of body? Number two, what kind of body? I've got just five minutes. I'm ministering Victoria this afternoon. It's been so fantastic there since last two weeks. Pastor giving me the audacity to preach there. Thank God for my brother. Hallelujah. For, for the past two weeks, it's been fantastic in Victoria. Last week, the place was packed. I'm like, I love Jesus. I love preaching the gospel. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I'll continue from there. But let me give you, what kind of body is Jesus coming for? You are not going to heaven in this corruptible body. The enemy has messed our body up. He's coming for a body that he will change the body before we fly to heaven. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51. He said, within a trunk, we shall be changed. And we shall meet him in the air. Read that scripture. So your citizenship is not on this earth. It's in heaven. How are you sharing the gospel with your friends? How are you praying for your family? Are you serious about your Christian work? The honor lies on you. It's a choice. God has liberated you. From satanic kingdom into Christ's kingdom. It's an eternal kingdom. Read for me, please. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51. Listen, I tell you a mystery. Yes. We will not all sleep. You will not all sleep. But we'll be but we'll all be changed. We shall all be changed. In a flash. In a flash. In the twinkle of an eye. In the twinkle of an eye. At the last trumpet. At the last trumpet. 
For the trumpet will sound. The trumpet will sound. And the dead will be raised. The dead will be raised. Imperishable. Imperishable. Another incorruptible. And we will be changed. We will be changed. I mean, Jesus. You know when Jesus, I call it the resurrected body. When Jesus resurrected, you know that the disciples were in a room close. The door was locked. Jesus appeared without opening the door. He had a body of immortality. Incorruption. That body can fly through the universe. That's the body is given to we believers. I'm coming to a cross, but let me give you quickly how many minutes, Pastor? I've got 12 minutes. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. The second major event that is going to take place. As soon as the church is gone. There's going to be a war in the Mideast. If you want to know how the world is coming to an end. The major road map. Is Jerusalem. For the past one month. You'll be hearing that people have been stopped on the street of Jerusalem. Jerusalem is the focal point. Jesus is coming to rule from Jerusalem. And the devil is so happy. So he's governing the whole world. Bible says that there's going to be a major war in the Middle East. We call it the war of Amagadon. Have you heard it before? If you heard the word of Amagadon, raise up your hand. In Revelation chapter 16, verse 16, this is a major event. That is the literal coming of Jesus from the heavens. Because the whole world was fighting against Jerusalem, the Jewish people. And that will be the time Jesus, those who were raptured, you shall be coming with him with all the angels. Heaven is coming down. My God. This earth, it doesn't belong to the politicians. It doesn't belong to the promises and uh, the world leaders. UN, it belongs to Jesus. Hallelujah. He's coming to rule with us on this planet for a thousand good years. Read Revelation 16, 16 for me. Quickly, please. Then they gathered the kings together yes. to the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. It's called Armageddon. The war of Armageddon is coming. Come to Zechariah chapter 14. Verse 1. That time Jesus will appear in the heavens, sitting upon horse. All the angels with him, all the believers, sitting upon horses. And Jesus will come down. He's the only one who will stop that war. America can't stop it. Russia can't stop it. He said he will gather all nations and run Jerusalem for battle. It's coming. Read for me in Zechariah chapter 14. I'm coming to a cross. The day of the Lord is coming. The day of the Lord is coming. Jerusalem, when your possessions will be plundered and divided up within your very walls. Zechariah, yes. I will gather all the nations of Jerusalem to fight against it. I will gather all the nations, all the nations. You and the army, 
Russia army, British army, African army, everybody will go there. And Jesus is coming to crush them. <laughs> He's not coming with guns. They are with physical ammunition. Our warfare is not carnal. Jesus is going to speak the word. All those multinational soldiers, they would die like animals in the Middle East. But we say he's sitting upon a horse. And his in the Bible says his feet shall touch material lips. The first event he will appear in the heavens. The second event he will appear upon mountain olives. Verse 4, Zechariah verse 4. Bible says literally his feet shall touch mountain olives. In the eastern part of Jerusalem. Reform a place. On that day, his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives. My God. East of Jerusalem. East of Jerusalem. Continue. And the Mount of Olives will be split into from east to My west. My God, he's coming in an earthquake. My God, that day. My God. Revelation 1.7. He said the whole world will mourn. America will be mourning. The British will be mourning. The president, the lawyer, the doctors. The metals of the world. The poor, the rich, the slave will be mourning. It's a major event. His feet shall touch mountain olives. And the mantle was split into left and right. And because of his power, the multinational soldiers will be falling into the valley. Bible says blood will flow in the street of Jerusalem. And that blood will reach a horse's bridle. My God, are you ready for his coming? This is the message that you need in this season. You are living in the season that the master may come at any time. Bible says, welcome your own salvation with fear and trembling. Pray with that season. Preach the gospel. Share the good news. Out of season, any season. There is hope for us. My God, the day that I died and passed away in St. George's Hospital, because doctors said they couldn't diagnose my problem, I should go home. I was in the bathroom and I felt weak as I was coming out. I collapsed. And I saw myself going to heaven. Heaven is so rare. It was so peaceful. I was in like a church. I didn't see physical, but I could hear the engine of the plane. Who, 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 who? At a phenomenal level of speed, I was enjoying the trip. But in the course of the trip, I realized that we travel far. I said, driver, I live in Mitchell, stop. <laughs> then my eyes got open. Doctors, nurses crying. No, no, they were resuscitating me. Our journey to heaven is so rare. And since then, the Lord been challenging me, my son. Any opportunity that you get, share with my people, I'm coming. That's what I brought you back to. They said, so I'm not here for jokes. I'm here to preach the masses, do the masses business. This is a time for you and I to look up to him. Let us build. Let us preach the gospel. Let us demonstrate the love of God to the sharing 
of the gospel shall be upon our feet.